for years, hockey and baseball fans in the Chattahoochee Valley were left without a team to root for. Golden Park was barren, and the Columbus Cottonmouths folded. But last year, something changed. That's right. A team of visionaries came back to the Fountain City looking to revitalize the sports scene here in the Fountain City, including one of the men that we're going to talk to today. This is the debut episode of On Your Sidelines. When the final buzzer sounds, the game is over, but their story isn't. Time to hang out on the sidelines and learn the real stories of these sports icons. Welcome to the On Your Sidelines podcast with the News 3 sports team. Hey, bringing in everybody. I'm sports director Rex Castillo. And I am weekend sports anchor Jack Patterson. Welcome to the debut episode of On Your Sidelines. Before we meet our guests, we're actually going to do a thing called a t-shirt check. So every episode, we're going to rock t-shirts of either local teams or high schools in the area just to give you all some love. I'm rolling with the new baseball team, the Chattahoots. Jack, who you got? And I'm rolling with the hottest team in the FPHL right now, the Columbus River Dragons, which perfectly ties in to today's guest, Rex. Everybody go ahead and say hello to Scott Brand, president and see and general manager of both the River Dragons and the Chattahoots. Thank you so much for joining us. Man, how, how are you feeling with this new season? I'm excited. I mean, you know, at first we didn't know what was going on with hockey, and we kind of started focusing extremely on baseball. And then, you know, we got the uh, go-ahead to start uh, playing some hockey. So hopefully the River Hoots can uh, can get uh, things going in the right directions, or the Chatta Dragons. I don't know. Which <laughs> one, it all bleeds which, which one's better. But, uh, yeah, no, we're, we're excited. And, you know, it was funny. Uh, today I had to be reminded that we're in first place. So that's how things are going. <laughs> Had to be reminded there are worse things to, to worry about. So got to start at the very beginning. You, you're looking around the country to put a team, hockey team. It's been kind of successful here in Georgia, but why Columbus? I lost a bet. Oh, okay, thank uh, you. No, no, no. <laughs> l- l- listen, here, so here, here's kind of a, just, you know, my background was it was hockey, and it, it, it's not very – it's not very good, but um, I was in charge of referees at one point and, and, and would come down to, to, to Columbus and, uh, and, and uh, the old Cottonmouth and, and work with Jerome. In fact, one of the old uh, Cottonmouth players I got in the National Hockey League and uh, as a referee, not as a player. And, and so I knew hockey was strong here. And uh, in the meantime, I had left USA Hockey and went on to went uh, got out of hockey for about a year. Went to into pro wrestling, and uh, awesome. and, and uh, Youngstown, Ohio, and turned the team around there. And and uh, and uh, it was was sitting at my farm in Michigan. I got a phone call. Hey, why don't you go to to a, a Winston Salem, North Carolina? We put a team there. Was very successful. Played to ninety eight percent capacity. And uh, somebody who says, Hey, Scott, uh, you seem like you take markets that don't longer have teams and can you turn them around? I'm like, sure. They're like, listen, we want you to go to Columbus. I'm like, well, Columbus already has an NHL team, but I'll go there anyway. They're like, no, they're like, no, Georgia. And so we came down here and, and I, th- I think we met, you know, we met with a city and they were very interested in bringing hockey back. I think they were a little leery of, of, you know, can these, are these the people that do it? Sure. And, and so when we came down here and met, you know, we put one thing together. I came down here strictly with the idea that we were going to put together a, a fair lease for the city and for, for the owners. And then, frankly, I was going to go back to Winston-Salem and, and, and stay there. But uh, once everything got done, I was told, hey, you, you did all the work down here. Would you be interested in, in, in making Columbus your home? And uh, I like the challenge. And, and how do you not love Jerome? How do you not like, like a city that has such – I mean, it's such a rich hockey history. And, and you don't think of that when you think of Columbus, Georgia. So, to me, it was like – given the keys to, to a, something very special and unique. And so I took the challenge, and here we are. You're doing an amazing job. And I have to agree, when I first moved here as a sports director, people were telling me, like, no, it's a hockey town. I'm like, but we're in the middle of Georgia, y'all. And it's been been incredible success, so congrats to that. But, Jack, what's your, you have a question for him. Yeah, Scott. So, you know, we, we know – we now know about your, you know, how'd you get to Columbus, but how'd you fall in love with hockey? You know, what was your, how'd you get your start, start in hockey? Well, I mean, I think it's, you know, I, I was born in Michigan and my father uh, put me on a pond and you started skating on the ponds in Michigan. And in fact, I think like the second time he broke my nose with a puck, uh, which my mom likes to tell that story. And, and, and so, but it was just something that I grew into and, and enjoyed playing and, and uh, you know, all throughout, uh, we lived in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We played there and followed the uh, Grand Rapids Owls, I believe, actually the Muskegon Lumberjacks or Mohawks they were back then. We would go up and watch uh, the old Mohawks play, and uh, then we moved to Des Moines, Iowa, and I was able to play hockey in Des Moines, and then, of all places, Houston, Texas, and the Houston Let's Arrows. Let's go. And so so my, uh, 
my my I played with the Deneens who, okay. who were in the NHL, and of course uh, I grew up thinking that that everybody knew who Gordy Howe was and Mark <laughs> Howe and Marty. That was our that was our team, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 so I was four years there and had success. Texas State champion. Don't want to brag, but I will. No, go ahead and brag a little. Well, bit. Yeah. That's what this is for. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was like 1974 when there were four teams in the squirt division. <laughs> Dallas had two. You finished on top, though. Yeah, That's what yeah. matters. You know, uh, Houston had a team, and I think Dallas had uh, two, and Fort Worth had one. Then we went to the regionals and had Oklahoma City and Tulsa. So huge league then. Mm-hmm. But uh, in Chicago, and here's the thing is, you know, I'd like to tell you I was a great hockey player. I wasn't. I was a dummy. <laughs> I, 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 I was. Uh, I was. Uh, I was dirty. I wasn't dirty. I was. You aggressive. were physical and you had grit, yeah. right? Exactly. That's yeah. how you describe it. Yeah, I thought my stickies needed to be used for more than putting a pocket in that. Oh, you were that guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, always the guy to pick a fight and then go run and hide. And it's, you know, <laughs> so, somebody made a comment once. He said, "Well, you know, if you think you can do a better job, why don't you go referee?" Because I used to complain about referees all the time, and and so I actually was pretty successful with referees. I wound up working in gotcha. minor leagues and working the old ECHL and and uh, the IHL, and and so about age twenty six, you know. I, I I thought Americans were kind of getting the shaft when it came to NHL assignments, and I'm like, you know, I was in debt, running around, sleeping in your car, and stuff like that. Gotcha. And um, played hockey with a guy who owned a Toledo Storm, and 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 said, you know, why are you get, getting involved in pro hockey? Mm-hmm. Get involved in junior hockey. And one thing led to another. We bought the Waterloo Blackhawks in Waterloo, Iowa, with the intention of moving them. Uh, but the lease was good. I was able to negotiate a good deal with the city. Uh, it was there for. Four years after year two, our we lost our pro baseball team, and so while we were there, I was like, "Well, why don't we have a baseball team?" So we got a baseball team that those both clubs did extremely well. We got a brand new ba- hockey stadium built for us, selling out. Went to Dubuque, Iowa. Uh, things started to turn around there, and then I worked at USA Hockey for thirteen years. Put a bunch of Americans into the NHL. Put like three hundred Americans into minor pro hockey or Division One referees. You know, after thir- year, 13 years, you get a little burnt out. And so uh, I left and went to Youngstown, Ohio, and had a club that was losing a lot of money and, and, and lost about half of a lot of money. But uh, they got That's a lot of money. They, they got sold, and, and, and the ownership was like, you know, we, we, we didn't see eye to eye. And so I, I got out of hockey. It was time to leave hockey and got into pro wrestling for about a year and a half. Absolutely loved it. Didn't make a lot of money, but I actually little loved plug it. that Jack and I are both pro wrestling fans. Yes, yes. major pro wrestling. You fans know, for sure. Jack can do one heck of a moonsault. So well, you know, we're gonna have you guys. No, in our, absolutely we're, not. We're gonna put you two in the ring in a uh, Texas death match. So wait, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, come whoa, on, whoa, now. hold on, look. We, we just saw why, why does death have to be involved <laughs> in the first match? Come what, on, man. We'll build up. We to like that. each other. We'll, we'll come on, man. Come on. You can be a tag team. Okay, okay, I'm with. Okay, you know what? I'll grab. I'll grab Chuck Williams and him and I can tag in you against you two. There you go. We'll play him in a mask so nobody knows who he is. <laughs> so, so, but, uh, you know, from there, then got talking. I, I, this was, again, we did not pay him for this. We did not plug him for this. This was all his idea. <laughs> then, you know, I, we went to Winston-Salem, had success there, won the league, sold out, and then came down here. And, and when I came down here, I mean, the press conference, it was an honor to come down here. And But it bothered me looking across the parking lot that that other monstrosity, not monstrosity beautiful buildings sitting there and just empty. Absolutely. And that's what led into the next uh, category was baseball. So uh, I have to ask you, you said in, in the, your first answer that, that you love challenges. Like it could have been so much easier to set up, you know, um, hockey in a place that people love it. They already love the team. They have the culture up there. Again, when you think of Columbus, Georgia, you really don't think like hockey town, but why, why accept the challenge to come here? Well, because you know what, I guess, I, I guess I don't like, I like, I love, I love sports. I love entertainment and, and, and I love, you know, I think hockey is a great sport. I think everybody in their sport. You're, you're turning me into a hockey fan. You know, I think everybody thinks their sport's the best. And and to me, if if we have to do some kind of, uh, you know, if I can get people in to the building, then we can sell our sport. And I think that's with a lot of sports. But you have to remember is once you get them in the building, you still have to entertain them. Yeah. You know, I'm selling a two and a half hour movie. So, I'm you know, there's no difference between me and what you see at the AMC theater or anything like that. The difference is mm-hmm. they know the outcome. Fair. I could Excellent have, the, you know, mine, you hope the hero wins. Right. Sometimes the bad guy gets away with it. And sometimes it's a movie that even I want to walk out in the middle of. <laughs> so, Jack, go ahead and ask your question. A- absolutely. Scott, you know, so, you know, I'm a hometown guy. So I've, I've been around the sports scene in a long time. No way. So, 
Hush, Rex. <laughs> so when when you guys settle on the name River Dragons, did anybody ever tell you guys about the basketball River Dragons? Funny you should say that. So when, when we came down, uh, you know, um, and our owner picked the name. I, I, I won't take credit or, or, you know, complain about the name, but uh, <laughs> when we came down, you know, originally I was thinking the, uh, the Columbus Sting because I like thinking the old Cincinnati uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Stingers yeah. of the WHA. Nobody in the league was, was uh, the Boston Colors yet, so I was thinking Sting, and, and I guess he, he brought the name up to one of his daughters, and she liked River Dragons. And I love this he, answer in the press conference you gave, by the way. He, it was just like, yeah, the daughter picked it, whatever. Well, that's what happened. The daughter picked it. Now... When I'm sitting in my office one time, somebody goes, "You do know that you're named after a uh, after a basketball team that failed here?" And I'm like, no. "Ah, well." And then start. we we googled it, and I'm like, "Oh, that was a." So I sent Jeff an email. I said, "You do know, by the way, that we didn't, and it was a mistake." But having said that, I think that the the name has gone on. You know, there was a debate: do we do we keep the cotton mouse? We could have kept the yeah. cotton mouse. We've also talked about if there was ever a chance for us to maybe switch leagues, if we went back to the SP, would we go to the cotton mouse? You know, here's the thing, and again, um, just what, what Wanda and Shelby did uh, with the old Cotton Mouse and, and, and even the gentleman before him whose name escapes me, I shouldn't, I, uh, the, the gentleman from Chicago who owned the baseball team, he owned the hockey team. Um, out of reference to them, we were like, well, we should prove ourselves first, and then maybe we can go to the Cotton Mouse. But by then, I think we're new generational fan, fans will know the River Dragons. I have to to say though that, that, that you guys didn't ha- shy away from it though. Like you embraced the fact that like yeah, the cotton mouse were important here, but we're starting a new chapter. That was that was incredibly important for you guys and to to have the look and the color. I think it looks great. What was it about teal that was like yeah, that's what we have to go with? It's a huge hit, by the way. Well, you know, and it, it's fun. It's funny. So the the teal jersey I, I'm wearing. So you know, one of the things I did put my foot down is they said, listen, if I don't get to pick the name, at least I get to pick the the one jersey color. There you go. So the owner says, okay, you can pick that one. Absolutely, he didn't. He was like. That's not going to be any good. It's our top seller. I mean, people oh, hands love this teal. Um, and we've switched colors. I think we wore the other night we wore black for the first time. I think we've got a, a red jersey coming up, or, or and we've worn white in the past. And the mm-hmm. teal now is going to be our road jerseys. But I think the teal is, is definitely, uh, um, to me, maybe it's because I designed the jersey. Uh, Have a little bit of bias there, just I a do. little bit. I do. <laughs> I mean, me personally, the teal is my favorite, but I have hey, to go the, with the teal the as well. Red, the reds are nice, and the black ones that they wore this past weekend are fantastic. With, with the accent of the teal, but again, it's such a color that you can look across the street and say, like, that's a River Dragons fan. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, the other change, I don't know if anybody knows, is the name on the back was Columbus. And, yeah, and that's, outstanding. That's, that's outstanding. That's outstanding. That's outstanding. Yeah, that's outstanding. Yeah, and I. I, like I said, I liked it. I loved it. It was kind of a midnight thing. But was there like a kind of a military aspect to that? Yeah, and that's what Jeff wanted to do. He goes, well, we need to tie more into the military. He's That's why we're betting right there. They yeah. name on the front. And uh, and he liked the jersey. I think it's because it's slimming on him. But uh, <laughs> Everyone loves that. Yeah. Appreciate the black shirts, by yes. the way. Yes. So, um, again, leaning into the tradition of all it, uh, you know, approving what the cotton mouths were, but you want to start this new chapter – one thing that I love that you guys did is bring Boom Boom back. Because he, if there is a man who personalizes hockey, who is hockey in this town, it has to be Coach Bouchard. What, what, what made him the right choice to, to lead this team? Well, I don't know, right choice or obvious choice. I mean, either <laughs> way. He, well, here's the thing. So when we, first, when we first talked about coming back, so first call, I think, was probably to me um, asking me if I'd put it together. And then once Jeff, I talked to Jeff and said, yeah, let's do this. I said, listen, we can't even begin to move forward until you talk to Boom Boom. And, you know, it was like, do you want to coach? Do you want to just be part of the organization? Do you want to have anything to do with it? You know, because we weren't sure. It's a sore topic almost, right? It is because, you know, uh, again, you know, the the cotton mouse was so wonderful and the way it ended with with the uh, bus accident. It's terrible. And then, you know, they had that that new team try and come in. I think that was a fiasco that was handed wrong by the... Columbus Fire. Yeah, by the... Burn. Columbus Burn. Burn. Yeah, it was was just... It it was not the right fit at the right time. It was handled very poorly, I think, by the SPHL and, and, Mm -hmm. and... and so, you, you know, we, we had to prove ourselves to Boom Boom. Boom Boom and I had a relationship from the referee days. And yeah. he said, yeah. So when he came in, I, I think we I think we made up something that was going to call him the, the community relations or some <laughs> some fake name. It's like, okay, go Fake out. name, okay. Well, Solid. no, I mean, it was like go out, wave your hat, and be part of the organization. Gotcha. Now, after, after we hung up with him, I told Jeff, Jeff, you do know he'll be your head coach. 
you oh, know, hands up. You knew it, from it, that, it, that point. We knew right away because I know Boom Boom. <laughs> I mean, listen, he, he, when, when we started this phone call, it was like, oh, I, I don't want to, you know, listen, I, I don't want to get into coaching. I just, I'll help out the team any way I can. Well, two days later, he's the head coach. Two days later, was it? Two days later, lasted. You know, before this, oh, I just want to help out. Well, I'm going to be the coach. I got you. And, and so it's perfect. And, and listen, uh, the idea behind him is is he's our director of hockey operations. Gotcha. He is the one, you know, with, with players. He gets help and input. I think he likes the role he's in now because he is, without question, the head coach. But you, you got a guy like Brent Sherwood. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and Jay Krupp, who are trying to become future coaches. Right. So not only is Boom Boom get a chance to develop the players, which is actually something we talked about this morning. We're one of the few teams, I believe, that develops players. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets a chance to develop coaches. And, and that's, so, that's incredibly huge. Yeah. It, it is. You know, and the fact that, you know, I think he'll be here. You know, we, you want to think he'll be here until he totally can't do it anymore. Right. You know, um, we have challenged him to go out and play. Just for the record. <laughs> boom, boom. Um, we need you out there, okay. buddy. But uh, I mean, we almost got a glimpse of it at the end of last season that came against Carolina. Oh, you have a couple swings in left here. Boom, yeah. Boom. Come on now. He, he does. He does. And, and we'll, we'll get him out there at some point. But but listen, he's, he still has a passion for the game. And, sure. and and for him not to be used, I mean, I don't think there's a hockey organization that in this world that wouldn't use his talents and his knowledge to, to use it. And, you know, now that he – now his I'll I'll contribute when I can has turned into he's on the buses he drove up to Elmira I mean <laughs> he, he's back he's the head coach he's back involved but wait he, a minute he, he, he drove to Elmira was, that's not a short drive y'all no so we had some bus issues and so we had to get a van you know we'd get some vans to go up there and he got uh, he's got a truck and we bought a trailer and so he loaded the stuff up and went up there I mean the guy's nuts about hockey. My you know. gosh, so, so that's he's like a fifteen-hour drive. It's, well, it's pretty much exactly. saying like we are, you know, I'm the head coach, but not the head coach kind of thing. You, dude, come on! When you're doing all of this already, come, come on. on! He's never, he's never leaving. Oh, he's, this he's, he's, <laughs> you know, he's walking away from it forever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jack, go ahead. So, to talk about this community a little bit more, you know, you you know, you never really heard of the, you know, you did, you've been around here a little bit, but you never really like got the chance to be in the community. What a part! What part of this community has kind of impressed you the most? Well, I think one of the things is, is the way that they they re- redeveloped themselves. I mean, uh, you know, when when I came down here, I didn't know much about Columbus. I knew it was a military town, and and all you see is you see the camo everywhere. But uh, you know, now the, the the riverfront. I mean, that's that's an incredible incredible piece in, in, in the fact that, you know, um, I know where Bibb City is. I know that that area is going through some renovations and like all along that riverfront, the, what the city's doing, and then all the way down through the historic district, which spills into Golden Park, which spills into uh, the Civic Center or the ice rink, the Civic Center, and then that area now behind it, you know, uh, put out plug-in. There's a little railroad tracks. We're hoping they get a little trolley. We go back there and be really cool. And, and, and you know, the this, this city seems to read reinvent itself you know it was obviously you know it from an old uh, uh cotton and in uh, gin and uh and the clothing textiles right. Milltown. yeah and then it's turned into a financial center and insurance center and, and and so really that's what's impressed me the most and and there's a lot of people have been here for generations um and uh and i've been impressed it's really hard not to fall in love with the city, especially with the sports scene too i mean like you never really know how this is going to go but with the way they've turned out even during COVID-19, I, I know that fan, I wish the Civic Center was packed. How impressed are you with the fans who still can make it out during the restrictions you guys have now? Well, I, you know, it's it, it's amazing because we had no idea what was going to go on. And this was just a big, I mean, it's a crapshoot. You didn't know what was going to happen. Um, you know, I, I, there was the, the, the city was overcautious by opening, which we all agreed with. Sure. We, we think, we think, you know, the, the fact that the mayor and, and Lisa and the deputy, uh, Isaiah, you know, they took, we took a long time before we moved forward with this. And then Rob down there at the civic center, um, and, and probably took longer than I think our fans wanted. Uh, but we weren't rushing it. Cause we're like, if it happens, it happens. You know, uh, is it a perfect system now? Not necessarily because you got pods and you got to watch out and what if somebody buys four pods, but it's, it's moving forward. And the fact that, you know, 
we have hockey and yeah. we're, we're able to, we're able to, you can watch hockey, you can listen to hockey and it, it's going to get us back to normal. I mean, I'm not going to say that the, I'm not going to say any of the river dragons are leading the way to normalcy in the city, <laughs> but, but it's the fact that, Hey, we've got something to do. And it's at some point, you know, we'll have the lions and baseball and college will can start playing again in high school kids got to play. And, you know, um, so I think that, I think sports is important at where it brings us to the community, but it also shows, hey, we're going to get back to normal. Yeah, I can 100% agree with that. And, you know, it was this time last year, you know, I looked at my mentions today. Today was actually the one one year ago today Man. was the day that they shut down the FPHL for the rest of the year. Yeah, and, 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 of course, you remember the game before we shut down, which was a game that was famous and all over the the, the United States. And Canada. I might have had a role to play in that, sorry. Yeah. There you go. I mean, that was the game with the with the brawl, and that's where uh, where we saw, uh, you know, boom, boom, back away from the – I'm just kidding. Oh, come on now. Don't <laughs> – No. Really trying to get him back on the ice, aren't you? Actually, it would have been nice to see, you know, would it see the – See the old timer uh, throw a punch or two. Well, it, it's like I said, my money's on anybody with the nickname Boom Boom. I yeah, got, come on, how can you go against that? You, you can't. <laughs> Plus, you know, my question is, does he take his teeth out before or after he starts throwing? It? <laughs> One of my favorite things about interviewing Boom Boom is like, hey, you want to see something cool? I'm yeah. Like, what, is, what is this? Uh, pops him right <laughs> off. You know, it's a parlor trick he learned. But, but <laughs> he, uh, you, you know, and 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 so that game. We were playing them next on a Friday night. Right. Yeah, I think it was a Friday night. That would that man that that would have been the hottest had, ticket in town. We had like four thousand pre-sold, and this is a wow. notorious walk-up town. Which people, if you like, like to give me a heart attack, you're doing a good job. Let's <laughs> let's try and pre-buy our tickets. But no, notorious walk-up town. And we're thinking it's going to be five six thousand people here, and this is going to be great. And mm-hmm. you know, pandemonium's going to break out. And I was hopeful that maybe I'd get on the bench because Boom Boom was going to get suspended, and with me behind the bench, I was going to sell out Saturday night. <laughs> You know, and, and so always the marketer right here. Oh, yeah. That's oh my gosh! And so, and then all of a sudden, it was. I think it was a Tuesday or Wednesday. They just yeah, it was a Wednesday. Everything just stopped. Pulled the rug right out from underneath us. And and I remember us sitting in the office like, well, this is going to last two weeks, a two, month, yeah, or that, something yeah, like that. I mean, that, that's right? what that's yeah. what we all thought. Yeah, two weeks, a month, and we're going to be back and. It'll be back to normal. We'll be hitting each other against the boards again, whatever. Exactly. And we're already talking about, hey, how can, can we can we push these suspensions off so when right. we play these clowns again, we can get it? Can we make them two, like, day suspensions instead of game suspensions? There yeah. you go. There yeah. you go. And, and it, it, it really hurt. I mean, it hurt to the fact that uh, we had seven games, and of those seven games, I think we had two of them that were already 3,500 pre-sold tickets. Brutal. I mean, you're talking about being able to raise our attendance from, from – uh, you know, three thousand. We were just about at to close to four thousand, and financially, it's about a two hundred seventy-five thousand dollar hit. A two hundred seventy-five thousand dollar hit. Yeah, by not wow. playing those wow. games, I and mean, that's also like changing, like really ingraining yourself into the culture at that. Oh, point. it would have been huge because we were playoff bound. Yeah, and oh, you guys, man, you guys had just set the FPHL oh, record Lord. for attendance in a game at that point. And see, it was did. that? It, so when you saw that number, to me, I was still like. I'll admit, Jack has been my like hockey one on one thing. Still explaining what icing and, and hooking is, getting there. But to see that number where you're setting records in a league, that must be legitimate. Like this is working. I know what I was doing. Well, it, it is. I mean, you know, when I was in Winston, they were like, oh, "It's a hot, bad hockey." You know, Winston went through twelve teams. Twelve. Wow. Yeah, I think it was twelve or nine. Nine or twelve. I I, I don't want to. At that point, you just got to give up, right? Well, and and so we came in there. It was funny. Everybody goes, "Well, you know, the old team went and used that locker room, and the old team did this." And, you know, my response has always been, "Well, what happened to the old team?" So it doesn't work. But when we got to Winston, you know, we took a we went into a market that uh, had been constantly f- failed, and in the last year we were about ninety percent capacity, That's and we, we had like twelve sellouts, and you know um, that franchise is strong. There's gotcha. you, know, you know nothing can mess that up except if somebody really messes up. I mean, on purpose goes in it's there. A, it's a hockey community. In fact, now they're talking about the rink's too small. You need a bigger building, and when you do to that, go from th- that, to yeah, that. to th- to that. You know, in, in Columbus, we're headed, we were headed the same way. And, you know, now it's like, well, where are we at? We're going to be fine. We're going to get, you know, we have an owner that's committed. We have an owner that, that committed to the city, and, and we're going to get through this year. And, and then next year, we're going to come out strong, and we know we're going to be back to normal. And, 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 and hopefully, we'll start you know, where we left off. And by the way, that team that we keep mentioning in Winston-Salem just so happens to be the biggest rival of the River Dragons, the Carolina Thunderbirds. It's, you know, it's it's fun. It can be fun. Well, it is. I mean, there's only two teams in the FPHL in the South. And, yeah. and 
I don't even know. To, to be honest with you, I'm not quite sure if they were ever in a league together before. Wow. So I don't know. Not, if there to, was my, a not to my knowledge. No, I think that Winston-Salem was in the ECHL for right. a while. And, and, and then, the Cottonmouths were, but I don't think it not was at, at the, the same, same time. time. And then the Cottonmouths were in the Central League at one time. And then the, then the To tie in this region together is yeah, really and, amazing. In fact, maybe Winston was in the, when it was in the SP. I'm not quite sure, but there definitely was not a rivalry there. I think part of the rivalry was obviously when I left. Uh, people saw that, you know, oh, he turned his back and my contract ran out and, <laughs> and I got a better deal. Well, hey, so it's good for marketing though, right? Yeah, good to boost those ticket sales. Yeah, if it sells tickets. And we, in the expansion draft, we took some of their top players. There's no question we were going to take their top yeah, players. Yeah, you have a job to do. They were the champions. Yeah, yeah. of course, you're going to take their players. You know, and, uh, and there were players that wanted to come down and play for us. And, and hey. you know, uh, do, but, you know, are we are we rivals? Sure, if that's what you want to be. But you know what? Carolina is very important to us. They're a great travel partner. Yeah. And obviously, you, you, I started a team. You're always going to have a place in my heart. So, <sighs> you know, I just hope we beat them. So, Nothing like a little Southern hostility. <laughs> no. Always beautiful. So, you like you said also earlier in, in this, you're running the hockey team. And kind of a, I guess, an inside a uh, little inside baseball or inside hockey. Well, baseball actually works. We were uh, we were in the break room. Thank you for for helping us out. And, you know, giving us a free sandwich every once in a while. There you go. Um, but you talked to you talked to myself and uh, other reporters there. Like, hey, what will it take to put lights up at Golden Park? I'm like, wait a minute. This guy wants this guy wants to go to Golden Park. This guy wants to run a baseball team. It's like you have a hockey team. Why in the world Golden Park? Because it does have a lot of history. Well, you asked that question today. I would say hey, that's a great question. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but why? Because, uh, again, I'm, I, I love history and sports. And, right. and you know, um, besides being a hockey town, you know, um, people kept telling me, you know, it's a baseball town. It's a baseball town. Well, how are you a it's baseball It's a sports team? town. My it goodness. is. Yeah. It is. But how do you have a baseball team? You don't have a baseball team. And so I figured it was like, you know, when, when Waterloo, Iowa, uh, a town that probably mirrors this, you know, up in Waterloo, we weren't making clothing and, 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 uh, and textile. Sure. We were making John Deere tractors. And, uh, and and farm implements, and it was a farming community. And, and, and you know, in the 80s, it, it tanked, and that's why the hockey team kind of went under. And then the, sure. the city didn't have money to redo the baseball team, so the San Diego Padres said, you know, you have to have this, this, and that. And they're like, well, we can barely afford it. And, right. And, and so uh, whenever a team, when, when a community loses its its teams or, or something, it seems like it loses a part of itself. And when I looked over there, I'm like, that's a beautiful old stadium. See, that's what I'm saying, too. I'm, I'm like that with baseball stadiums. Yeah. yeah and like, There's so much history in those buildings. And you look at the list of players that have been there. That's what's amazing. Exactly. That's what's amazing. And so when I looked over, and I remember the, the press conference, and people were like, ah, he, you know, what's this clown know? And, Another uh, publicity but, stunt, whatever. Yeah. Well, he still think, look at me, like, what's this clown know? But um, <laughs> we sat down, and, and I remember I kept, Pestering uh, Isaiah, the, the, the deputy, uh, I can't think of his a city, a city, city manager. De- city manager, sorry. I kept pestering him. And, and finally, I kept. I showed up at his office and said, listen, I want to talk to you, and I want to talk, what, what's wrong with the stadium? Mm-hmm. And so he sat down, he says, here, here's a report card. It's an F. He an says, F? It's an F. It's it's the, the, the suites all leak. The locker room had mold damage from the roof. It hasn't been taken care of since the Olympics were, what, 96? 96, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the lights were removed. You know, at one point, a tornado had knocked the outfield wall down. A car yep. had driving th- driven through the outfield wall. Whoa. The scoreboard yep. barely works. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing had been in there. I think it was a 12 years. The last team. The Columbus took, Catfish. Yeah, had, had failed. Uh, they actually moved. Um, they went to Bowling Green. So yeah. at this point, you are working in the bottom. Like, this is the worst possible situation to inherit a stadium. Yeah, so I'm, I'm seeing all this. And, well, well, other than that, what's wrong? You know. And, and, <laughs> so you're telling me what, something's wrong. Yeah. I said, well, you know, the the, the gate still opens. and, and, and so, Silver linings. Silver linings save you lives. Know, I mean, you take them where you can get them, right? <laughs> yeah, and the field was in decent shape, except, you know, they were like, well... If it rains, it doesn't drain because when the Olympics came in, they put something back there and put stands back. Yeah. Everybody kept telling me what was wrong with it. Excuse after excuse. You know, after and that's excuse. all I, I got tired of hearing. Well, what's wrong with it? Okay. So my next one, well, what are you going to do with it? Well, we're doing these studies. Well, I know how to study. And I, again, God bless city managers and city people, but it, you're, you're spending taxpayers' money. It's kind of hard to go to the taxpayers and say, hey, Put a million bucks in, or let's put fifty million dollars in, or whatever you know. Whatever it take it, to renovate it, and let's hope to get a minor league baseball team. Could you imagine if this city hope. would have put 
say, $40 million into a new minor league baseball team, and then what baseball did to America's exactly. minor leagues and pulled, what was it, 40 teams yeah. gone? Yeah. Gone, just absolutely just don't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, and, and what would have made us better than Gwinnett? Or, or where, where are the Braves? Is the Braves in Gwinnett? Yeah, Gwinnett, okay, yeah, Gwinnett, Gwinnett, Gwinnett Braves. Yeah. Uh, Gwinnett they, Stripers. Stripers, thank you. They've got a nice stadium there, and I think there's another one north of here somewhere else. Augusta, Augusta, the Augusta Green Jack is the, the Braves' mm-hmm. new triple um, single A. Right, so there's a chance we would have had this new... So, I, but it's a hope. Like, we hope maybe we can flirt right. with somebody. So so I did the same. I, I sat down. I said, give me the stadium. Straight up. I go, w- w- what's the worst you can do? Scott, you know, it needs a lot of. I'll tell you what. Give me a lease. Um, I want 10 years. We only got five. We're, we're trying to. Extend it. Trying to extend it because we got a lot more work to do. And we sat down. And we were like, okay, roof is going to cost maybe 40000 to repair. Well, it's 120000 I was off a little bit on that one. Just a little bit. Um, <laughs> I'm, we're terrible at math. That's why we're Yes, here. exactly. Uh, yeah, I was told there wouldn't be math in this. Um, <laughs> so so the lights we had to put on, and, and, and the field needs work, and the concessions all need work, and the the, 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 the floor and the, and the where you guys will be, the, the, the box is, is rotten, and, and the locker Sounds like where we should be, right? And, and I I'm, mean, we've been in worse. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to tell you, there was so much wrong with it, yeah. but there's still... You walk in there and you see the names, and if you're Man. any, you don't have to be a big sports fan, but you you walk in there and there's something that spirits. I swear, yeah. the spirits grab you. There, there's an aura about like, that place. I get, I get chills. I walked in there yesterday. Yeah, it's the, and it's the get chills about thing. It. By the way, I noticed there weren't any roof shops. You didn't shimmy up the ladder. Uh, listen, Jack, I, <laughs> be careful. We need a weekend guy. Listen, there was I, no chance I of me. I promise you, if you make here. me work weekends because you go off of scaffolding, I am not going to be happy. <laughs> we, had a, we had a lift there. You could have gotten don't the, do, in the Don't bucket. give him ideas. I need days off, too. We could have put in the bucket. You don't have to worry about him giving me ideas. I'm not getting on a scaffolding. Thank you. You kidding me? You kidding me? Me and Heist don't get along you as are is. A good idea, Ferry. That just you know what? You got to investigate a reporter here, don't you? Chuck somebody. Why don't you send him up there? Chuck somebody. No, we. Chuck will go up there. He will. Actually, Chuck will go up there, uh, and, and, and uh, we're going to have him up there. If we don't sell, you know, if we don't sell a thousand tickets, we'll oh, have him live up there for. I love that guy. He's he, he's so he's I Mr. Mean, Columbus. But I mean, my really... my goal is to put him in a dunk tank, but that's that's just me. But uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, how do you let that stadium die? And, and, no, thank you. And, and it, it, thank you. It bothered me. And basically, it was like, if you'll shut up, we'll give you the lease. So here's a, <laughs> leave us yeah, alone. Here's the lease. It. It's your go problem. away. And now that I have it, I'm like, man, I wish they would have just told me to go away. Um, <laughs> but it, it's led to some other things. I mean, it, it's besides baseball. Listen, we, we need other we need other events there to. to, to so you can you're thinking of like vet, like a, a music venue. Why can't I have a? Why can't we have concerts there? Yeah. Why can't we have a boat show out there? Why couldn't we show movies out there during mm-hmm. the week? Drive I mean, through stuff like drive that. through. But primarily, it wants to be baseball. And besides the hoots, I think it's extremely important that we go after the Georgia State High School Championship. I think it's important we go after junior college regionals. You know, I think. Please make a, the commute better on us. Please make the commute yes. better on us. Well, yeah, the, it, the last state title game we covered was North Size, and that was in Rome. That's not a short drive. So that's a perfect field for it. What else is a perfect field? Well, let's talk some of our northern teams that, you know, like uh, Minnesota and all them can't yeah. really play baseball in the wintertime. Bring them Federer, down here. Bring them down here. They can hang out in Columbus. They can be the and that's, uh, the that's Columbus like a, Golfers for a week. I don't that's care. That's the economic driver for the city of Columbus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And once we get that thing up and running, I mean, who knows? If we wanted to move up in a, in a league, we could. If we wanted to bring in some other teams, we could. Yeah. You know, the other thing I, I, I really want to strive next year is I want to bring in some kind of – and I know there's there's all kinds of championships. Why don't we have a Chattahoochee Valley High School All-Star Championship? I think that would be amazing. I, with the amount of baseball talent around here, absolutely. You bring in, so you bring in East Alabama kids, bring West Georgia kids, yeah. put them on a field together, get them some uniforms, some really cool stuff. And have fun. I mean, or, I think that's great. Or, or or just you know have four teams come in and what whatever it, what, there that is a lot of baseball out you know like almost like a baseball version of the Christmas tournament. I mean, why not exactly? Um, so one thing that you talked about with with our station is that the model of the Chattahoots is going to mirror a lot of what the Savannah Bananas have done. Why why be inspired by that? Uh, they make a lot of money. There you go. <laughs> um, no, listen, uh, you know, and, and there, it's, it's. I think in sports, I don't know if you ever come up with a with a unique idea. I did once, but liquor and handgun was not very smart. Let's not do that, please. Yeah, we won't do that night. But uh, I, I think with with, for example, that you know the, the the bananas and the making bacon, 
besides having fun names, basically um, stole the same thing that the, uh, the the Dayton Dragons are doing. Who sure. stole the same thing they were doing in Texas, which is the same thing <laughs> we were doing in, in trying to do in Youngstown and Waterloo. You manufacture sellouts and you get people going. And and so here, here's the thing: is 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 sports. You know, and I'm kind of the, I'm not old in terms of baseball, in terms of sports. Right. I am older because I still believe in a lot of the traditional ways. You know, like sure. this podcast is actually the first podcast I've ever been on. That's know. a shame. So and, thank you for, well, thank you for no, being uh, part of it. And, and, and to me, well, you know, hey, Scott, you want to get on the AM radio in the morning? And, oh, yeah, AM, that's where it's at. Or, or, <laughs> or, or a newspaper interview. You know, when's the last time I was in? And so uh, I think with sports now, we have to realize that it goes back to that two-and-a-half-hour movie. Right. I wish I could come out and just say, hey, we have a baseball team. It's your American duty to come watch baseball. Your American duty. You, you know, <laughs> if you're a good resident, you know, unless you want to be, you know, sent to a foreign country, you come. And it's not like that anymore. I mean, I gotcha. think when we grew up, we all knew that, you know, you had to go to a baseball game once a year. You had to know who the local team was. Right. Uh, it was America Pass. It, it was. And, and, now, and now it's, okay, why? Why do we want to have? Why does the kids want to come out? Why well, they want to come out because they want to see Goldie, the the, the mascot. They, right. You know, why does Dad want to come out? Well, Dad can afford it. Number one, Dad <laughs> wants to be able to have an ice cold beverage. You know, uh, and, and why is Mom? Mom? Mom's going to come out. Mom's going to enjoy it. You know, if the kids are having fun, she's going to have fun. She doesn't have to clean up anything afterwards. She doesn't have to clean up anything. And, she, and you know and what? She can, and she can relax and not have to worry have about a cold beverage a as well. Bit. Exactly. She can. You know. She will have a cold beverage for her too. You Our know, moms deserve it. Yes, our moms yes. deserve it. You know, and the bathrooms are clean, and and, and um, you know we can buy fun souvenirs, and we can get up and do the YMCA. And oh, there's my neighbor Jill. You know, or or here's somebody I, gotcha. I, I came to church with, and 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 it's going to give us a sense of community. And that's what that's what I think all forms of entertainment. I mean, yes, we're a hockey team. Yes, we're a baseball team. Yes, there's an indoor football team. Yes, there's college teams. But the bottom line is if it's not entertaining, you're not going to show up. I nope. mean, it, it's, you know, in, in basketball, particularly the NBA, I thought just did a uh, – when everything was kind of normal, I did a nice, better job is, you know, you'd go to the stadium and you'd hear that, Dud, dud, dud when the team would come down the court and, and mm-hmm. the pounding. Mm-hmm. And so that got you involved, you know, in, 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 in other sports, I, I think it's the same way, you know, um, and, and the sports that didn't develop kind of started to lose their focus. I think baseball was one of them. I think baseball thought, well, we're America's pastime. Just shut up and come watch us. And that's, that's, that's kind of the attitude they've had. And it, it, it has it shot worked for a while. It worked for generations. Yeah. yeah it it did, worked for a while, but, but you're right. I think, your American duty to, to watch baseball has gone to the wayside. Exactly. I mean, like, listen, as American, I know that I have to I have to watch five minutes of the Indy 500, five minutes of the Daytona 500. <laughs> At some point in my life, I need to watch that because that's that's what we do. You got to watch a Super Bowl. Right. You know, and then after that, it kind of gets, okay, well, where, where are we at with that? But in the old days, it was you watched the, the World Series. Well, you have to watch the World yeah. Series. You know, that's our favorite baseball team. You guys aren't even old enough to remember when the World Series was played during the day or when baseball was primarily played during <laughs> During the day, you know, and, and, and I'm I'm barely the tail end of that. Just gotcha. and I grew up in Chicago too, so I got yeah. to see the worst baseball team in history, the Cubs, along with <laughs> playing day games. So Man, I'm a Cardinal I, fan, I, just I for wish, the record. You are a Cardinal fan? No, come on, no. Well, your Cardinals beat the crap out of my Astros all the time, and your Cardinals are not. We had such a good vibe. We had such a good vibe. And, oh. then, on, and then on top of that, your Cardinals and my Braves, there's no love lost between no, us. No, there isn't. There isn't really. But, uh, oh. Be yeah, nice, Rex. Be I'm, nice. I'm be nice. Yeah, this is, you know, this is so the point of the program where, where our moms used to tell us, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Go ahead and take the rest of the interview, guys. So back to hockey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, one I, again, with the funniest thing is that, you, the first thing you said is like, okay, what are you going to do with the wall? First thing we're doing is taking off that stupid ivy. There's no ivy on the wall ever. Well, you know what? Yeah, it's, it, I actually, after I said that, I'm like, you know what? We could put ivy up on the wall and nobody see, <laughs> nobody see the cracks in it. And so, you know, that's something we got to be addressed. We're actually, sure. so here's the point. Do you put, if, Nowadays, unfortunately, we have to worry about the safety of players. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> this guy. But, uh, <laughs> but no, do you, do you put padding up? Sure. Yeah. If you put padding up, you lose a mystique of that. I mean, of oh, that brick wall. But yeah, yeah. So you know, you need to see, you know, need some eighteen-year-old kid, you know, going back for a fly ball. I can't and wait. To, yeah, I can't wait for the opportunity for a guy, a kid who just signed to Auburn University on a full scholarship, 
Wreck right. his shoulder. So, so yeah, will that, it be this year be we get the padding up? I'm not sure, but eventually padding is in our future. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so there's a lot. There, there's things you have to change, but we still got to keep some of the historic mystique. Parts, mystique of that, you know, sure. is, is maybe we don't pad the, the, the center field part, which is 415, which. If you're hitting at that far. Somebody hits it that far. Then the, the you're up, probably not going to get to it, number <laughs> one. No, and the outfielder probably can, you know, you deserve to run in a brick wall. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, um, it's, 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 again, I just look at that. How did nobody just let that sit there? And I mean, it, it's the craziest thing, man. And, you know, a little backstory for me is uh, I was actually an intern for the Catfish the year they left. That's so, pretty insane. Like the, um, I would never forget. I was supposed to have a meeting because the internship was during the off season. Right. And I'll never forget that I came to my internship meeting and all the doors were locked. Oops. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's been a while. And I mean, yeah, we had the South Georgia waves and we you know we've had other teams. We had the, you know, Columbus wood bats and stuff like that. But this is like the, really the first big attempt at bringing baseball back on a big scale here. So it, you know, this is a big deal, Scott. Like uh, I, I think you know, but just to reemphasize, this is a big deal. No, and 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 first of all, so if you're looking to finish your internship, we'll consider that. <laughs> um, but uh, no, you can finish it on your day's object. What, what I'll tell you is, is there are times. In in fact, uh, it was it was today. I uh, one of our, our huge corporate sponsors, I'll, I'll name drop Pepsi, came in the building because we're getting that concession set up, and they're they're doing a lot, awesome. a lot of work for us. But today, as we're walking out, the guy stops and says, "Hold on a second, gets his camera out and, and takes a shot of the of the, of the wall. That's and, amazing. And when I talk about the wall, if you've never been there, you, you walk in, it's got all the names of of, of basically mm-hmm. anybody who's a baseball player ever, yeah, ever. It's it, a Hall of Fame yeah, wall. It's a, it's a who's who of baseball. Yeah, and I, as far as I know, I know there's one non person on there who, who's not baseball, but if I bring his name up, everybody who went there knows that he was a celebrity. And you know who that is? I know exactly who you're talking about. It's a goody-goody Peter, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, there's nights that I've gone, you know, we had a hockey game or, or I get off work and just go over and check the, check the, the building. And, and, and sometimes you get the chance to walk around and don't think there haven't been nights when I'm like, what in the heck did I get myself into? Because, yeah. Listen, um, and, and that was one of the things I, I, I promised there. We, we're, we, we can't screw this up. I mean, it's one thing to have a bad hockey season. It's another thing to, to do all this work and, and, and screw uh, up you know, almost 100 years of baseball tradition. So It's not, it's, it's, it's not it, a light it, thing. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's not. And, and so, like, we joke about a lot of stuff, but sure. trust me, I know that, you know, I, all I can think about is opening night, you know, opening night that, the, A, the building's sold out to make my owner happy, but, B, <laughs> you know, that the, the lights come on and don't blind the outfielders. And, 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 <laughs> we can turn them up for the, for the opposing team. Yeah, right? yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, and the scoreboard works, so there's a there's – a, even if the scoreboard doesn't work, though, or, or if we run on a beer – we Well, just put on, Chuck up there. Yeah. yeah Chuck, you're being volunteered for a lot of extra stuff, by the way, just FYI. But – You know he's watching. But uh, it's just – it's – and, and you know what? It's funny talking to guys like Chuck. Just that ball field. You're right. It's just so much. And going through historic neighborhood. I mean, those people yeah. came up to me and said, "You are going to put golf cart parking there, right?" <laughs> and, and why wouldn't we? Like, why wouldn't we do that kind of stuff? Why? Why don't we? You know. And and, and we got a lot to do. So, yeah. but once we get done, I mean, the next part we have to go after, and we did it in hockey too. Is 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 we have to figure out how do we get more kids back involved in baseball? Right. Is, is agree. It's, 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 a, it's a struggle at every level. Right. And economically, it should not be an expensive way to, I mean, you know, hockey's expensive. You got to get skates and, and ice equipment. in the South, ice <laughs> in the South. I and, mean, yeah. you know, if you think, if you want to know why, you know, why hockey's expensive, go home tonight, open your freezer and leave it up running for a month with the door, <laughs> with the door open. And, uh, but, but. How do we? Because um, it, baseball has has really changed. I think it's lost its ability to be the all American sport. Okay. I, I think it's it's. So how do we reach those economically challenged uh, individuals who don't think of baseball as a first thing? And and, and uh, we have to. I, I, I one of the one of the things I think it's it's responsibility of us is to grow the game of baseball and, and make it make it make it available to as many people as possible. That's one. Two, um, you know, we're entrusted with that stadium. 
and, and, and we better put on an entertaining product that's going to get everybody to – they don't have to like baseball, but if you come once once a year – Just to have fun. Say, hey, we're going to come once a year. We're going to support it. And it was a lot of fun. My, my kid won a – you know, my kid got um, – Bitten by the uh, by the golden by in the beak or whatever and <laughs> and uh, you know I had got mustard all over my favorite shirt and I'll never forget <laughs> that but it was fun you know and it's about family so absolutely and uh, one thing that with this team you you could have named it like you did the River Dragons the the one fun thing I thought was the name the name the team contest and just how crazy was that to 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 cycle through all that create the tournament was it more stress than fun or were you like yes <laughs> I will never let the public ever again pick any I love the public but they came up with some weird like you know actually one of the names that was close to being was the uh, um, um, scramble dogs um, <laughs> yes. and, and all I could think about is what a horrible looking logo. <laughs> that would be a, a you know a hot dog dripping uh, chili. <laughs> How that would oh boy! But but to be honest with you, it was supposed to be rigged for the team that I had when, when I came down. Again, one of the things when I put the team together, I said, okay, I'm picking a team name because you did all, all yeah, you know, because I did all the work. Heavy lifting. Yeah, can I do something? <laughs> okay, what's the team name? And I, I wanted, I seriously wanted the Cuckoos just because I thought it'd be fun. You okay, know? gotcha. Mm-hmm. And somebody in the city was like, "Well, that may be a bad image and this and that." Because nowadays, you know, you, you got to watch what you be because yeah, sure. people get all offended and, 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 and stuff. <laughs> and so at that point, we we did the name the team com- contest. Uh, I, I called my stepmom and said, "Listen, I want you to enter the Chattahoots just so it gets on the ballot." And it started to collect, and people started to like the name. And really? there's some good. I mean, there's like the cannons, mm-hmm. you know. And cannons is okay, but what are we gonna have a, a cannon running down, up and down, hugging kids? <laughs> to me, that doesn't seem very yeah, not very man. family friendly. Yeah. No, and, and you know what? There were a lot of the old names. Like obviously, we couldn't be the Astros. I don't think Houston yeah. would allow that. No, that'd be right. Fair. Plus, we don't want to be associated with. Don't do this to me, man. <laughs> oh, um, you know, so there's, I'm here for it. There you go. So, you know, and you're not going to be the Braves anymore. Yeah. You, you couldn't be, the, uh, I think the Cardinals were here for a while. Yeah. And then you we can't don't want be, that. You can't be the Red Sticks. I mean, yeah. as much as everybody associates the Red Sticks, mm-hmm. right. um, obviously now you can't do that. Plus, they were the tribe that fought against the other tribe. So why wouldn't you just be the Crete? Uh, we did reach out to the Crete. Uh, they, they never got back to me, which means they didn't like me. Fair. Um, mm-hmm. and, and some of the other names in the past, and you get into marketing venue names and all this. And, yeah. and so we just, let's come up with something new. And I'll tell you is the name kind of came to me as I was driving. I always drive around on Sundays just to see the city. And I saw this thing on the side of the road. It had to be three and a half foot <laughs> high and I yeah thought, I thought I was a kid in the middle of this industrial park I'm like why is this kid sitting and I drove up and it was an owl that was the biggest owl I've ever seen I, I've been to Alaska and I've seen eagles and I lived sure. in the Mississippi River in St. Paul and saw the eagles there and this owl was huge and it just took off flying away I'm like huh and then obviously you got the Chattahoochee River and yeah we, there you go we we're going to be like, we thought that a step away, step away. I went, oh, Chattahoots. And, and, and so Ding. that, that to me, that was it. And I think, I think we, we, we got it right. Sometimes I think Chattahoots looks a little too mean, you know, but, but I, I, I like it. I love the name. The fact we were able to tie in the river. Yeah. You that's know, really, really cool. You know, we talked about, you know, the admirals, the, the Navy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the names of the Confederate Yankees. I don't know. Now, that would have been a, a, a you know. That would have been interesting. An interesting. Well, yeah, that was the name of the team, I think, in the 40s. Okay, I got you. you. Know, so, um, but uh, you, the Owl's fun. The Owl's a yeah. lot of fun. And I think Goldie looks really great. So. Yeah, I'll be, I on, do too. I'll be honest. That won me over. I was partial to the Fountain City Flamingos. Now, see, that was the that other was, one. That was a lot of fun. And, and so one of the things I think we're going to wind up doing is, is we get through this year is, is we've talked about doing a, another short season league afterwards because okay. our, our athletes have to go home. Um, I guess. And, and, and for about three weeks, be a different team. So maybe that's where the, the Flamingos go. Oh, we need a jersey. I'm we're, here we're for the Miami Vice jerseys, okay? We are buying jerseys. Let's go. Yes. I'm here for that. Now, we will be the River Dragons. So, so just uh, <laughs> wait a minute. 
So we're going to be a... You're going to be the baseball River Dragons? So one night we'll be the River Dragons. On the on the diamond. And then one night we'll be the Hoots. On oh, the, my that's goodness. So great. See, that this is, is fantastic. This is good you know. stuff, man. And, and so stuff. that's the type of cross-promotion we can do. I, mean, I love that. I think the Hoots jersey and a hockey jersey is going to be great. great. That's, that's going to be, be really incredible. great. Like, put that on a baseball jersey. I'm for it. That yeah. is fantastic. I'm 100% yeah. here for it. So you, you also pick a coach there, Steve Smith, a guy who's from the area as well. What made him the right fit? Well, so so we we got all this in, and you know, we, everybody's like, oh, "You got to pick this guy, pick that guy," and 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 so, and and my background has been that we were in uh, when I was in Waterloo, I, I was lucky enough to get a guy named uh, Eric Schneider, and Eric's now the, uh, I think he's the head recruiter for the University of Louisville, the Redbirds, gotcha. which is one of the top college teams in the in, in right. the country, and and I called him on the phone. He's like, "Well, you know, let, let me see if I got anything," and everybody kept talking about this this Steve Smith guy. And, uh, and I'm like, well, and we we're finally, I met him. So I go, Steve, you know, we talked to two or two, three other people too. And, and after talking to him, I mean, I think he was a little leery of us, you know, <laughs> particularly of me. Cause I make a lot of, you know, told him a lot of lies and, uh, come on, man. And said, <laughs> really? no, no, no. Uh, and, and it's and called he, marketing strategies, right? Yeah. It was exactly. marketing. There you go. <laughs> recruiting. I'm recruiting. recruiting. Yeah. And, and so I, I said, Steve, let's try it. I mean. Right. What, what do we have to lose? What do you got to lose? Two, three years ago. Listen, here's my promise to you. You get the team. You pick the players. They're all yours. I'm never going to ask a single question except I'll ask. I asked him two questions before I hired him. I said, it's all baseball operations. All I want you to do, I go, I don't need you to necessarily win every game. I, I need a team that's competitive. I go, but I want players from this area. And he okay. has delivered. And I think right now we're at something like 20, what are we, 17 to 22 players or something like that, all from in 25 miles of home plate. That's, all that's incredible. D1 that's and college players. And, and, and You're down the street from Auburn, who goes, who just went to the College World Series. We'll take four. Yeah, we can only have four. Oh, okay. So, so uh, until I can figure out a way to cheat on that rule, we can oh, always gosh. have we can only have four. Get he's giving me, he's making our job for us. Don't so, do that. So, so we can have. Well, I give something to investigate. <laughs> well, thank you. We need something so, to do. So right. you get four. So you get four players from Auburn. Right. We believe there's also a rule though. If 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 it's a senior and hasn't played yet for Auburn, we can bring him in too. So you could get one or two more. So you're very good at studying the rules. You got to know the rules to break them. Ha! Um, Just and, and, bending yeah. the rules. You know, we Technically, can get, they're we, not wrong. We can get four from Georgia. We could get four from, uh, you know, uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, I actually think for some reason we're, we're in tight with, with Virginia or, or West Virginia. That'll work. Uh, I don't know why. Um, but if they're good, they're coming. They're good. We, we just signed a kid yesterday from Boston College. No kidding. Who, who's from, though? He's from uh, LaGrange. Oh, okay. no kidding. Yeah. So, um, um, so with this area developing all these D1 and, and, and high end uh, junior college players, we can we can take those players, you know. I, I, I'm positive we're going to have four players from uh, from CSU, yeah. And, and so um, basically, Talent is ridiculous. yeah. I mean, yeah. it'll be a it'll be a Chattahoochee Valley All Star team playing under the name of the Hoots. I love it. I'm all I'm here. I for love it. it. You know? I'm completely here for it. Go ahead, Jack. So, if this podcast hasn't been obvious, hi. How much fun are you having running these teams? You know what? It, it's it's a challenge, uh, but is it fun? Absolutely. So so I, and it's I don't like my boss to hear that because I'd like to have a huge raise like everybody else. But you know, subtle, it, nice and subtle there, Scott. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was so we played hockey. What did we play? Uh, we played Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, you play yeah. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So so Sunday then we have that time change, which. I, I think it has got us. It was all, all off. Oh my lord! We're all off, so you know I get up constantly uh, late on Sunday, and 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 was was late to church, and so I'll probably spend a couple of days in purgatory for that. There you go. Uh, you know, go to my Waffle House, and, and then I went in the office, and and was able to walk downtown, and enjoy the community. And all I could think about is you know we got a lot to do, and then Monday, you know, we we had the roofers come in, and That's crazy. Um, and and so I say I have to be up at. at Six six o'clock in the morning, which is the old five o'clock or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there. Time and, is a misunderstood concept. I, I was so exhausted, but I'm exhausted because I'm happy exhausted. Um, I just with with I haven't even enjoyed the fact that we have a, a winning hockey team, um, but it's it's you know it's it's been a blast. It's 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 uh, it's like you're a little kid. 
And you're not only you don't get the keys to the candy store, but they're like, go build a candy store. You get to build whatever you want to build in the candy store. So, you know, I always say uh, it's like that. My favorite line in Willy Wonka, being a fat kid, of course, it's Willy Wonka. <laughs> Stop. You know, what's your favorite line in Willy? My favorite line was uh, when they're in that elevator, right at the end, and you know he gets to push that button, and you know they could be crashed through the roof and all this other stuff. And he says, you know what happened to the kid who uh, every wish came true. He lived happily ever after. So it seems like I've been just so blessed, and, and I don't know what it is. Is you know I got the uh, I was blessed in Waterloo, Iowa, and Dubuque. We had a blast in Youngstown. We turned around, and referees we turned it around, and Winston Salem, and now to come here and have an opportunity to basically control or not control, but to to mold. to mold and shape two great franchises that I know, you know, twenty years from now when I'm retired. Um, they'll, they'll do well, you know, and, 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 you know, we want to grow hockey in the South. So maybe we have more than Columbus, maybe with the hoots, we got to pick up a couple rivalries, you know, right. you know, I'm not, I've had my eye in Albany. I don't really like them. So maybe we need to go <laughs> throw, throw a ball at them or something, but no, uh, it's, You'd be the, you would so be the guy just walking there and throw something at the head coach. Like you guys stink. come to Columbus. Yeah. Well, you know, go talk to the mayor. Hey, can I uh, put a team here and then throw a ball at his head? <laughs> but it's it's fun it's it's fun it's it's i don't want to say it's not work because it's long hours but right. some days you work what did i do today and you realize well we did this and that what's really going to be a payoff though is is when you see people leaving the buildings and they're smiling they had fun and when i get the same thing i get to hear is i don't know if i could i don't know if there's a person who could tell me a single score from the red sticks or the uh any of the Astros or any other time, but you know what they can tell me who took them to the game, right? How they love to sit out there, how they're, you know, it, it's, it's anything. It's, it's, how do we build those memories? And, and again, we're going to turn, uh, we're going to have a, a couple of fun things besides hockey and, and, and baseball. We're going to bring some pro wrestling in. We're going to bring in, let's go. Concerts, I can't wait for that. You know, and, 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 and let's just have fun, make memories and let's, let's turn it into really community centers. I think your, your ability to, to be dedicated to that, but to also grow. I think that's what's been so impressive. You want to have fun. You want to have goofy names. You want to have an environment, but it's also about growing the sport to take that responsibility. It's, it's not a light one and not, you have to be dedicated to it. Well, I, I don't know how you don't, I don't know how, how you just, you can't take, take and take. Cause you know, I always say that, you know, the hockey gods or the <laughs> baseball gods, you know, if, if you, if you don't, if you take and don't take, put anything back at some point in time, they're going to say, you know what, it's time for you to, get out of the sport or it's time for you, your team not to do well. So I think that we, we get karma, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I think you have to grow the game and, and, and it's also a, it's a great way to, to, to grow fans in the future. One last question for you real quick. And if you can help us out with this, it'd be great. Who would you love to see us interview on the, uh, on an upcoming episode of on your sideline? Oh, well, I mean, uh, I, if obviously somebody from the area, uh, who would I like to see? You know what? The Auburn baseball coach. Butch Thompson. Butch Thompson. Everybody, you know what? I've met the gentleman. If you can help us out. That would be Hey, Butch, a- if, you're, if you have nothing to do, I know you're in the middle of the baseball season. Scott wants yeah. you on the podcast. That would be fantastic. Yeah, because he doesn't know a lot about me, so he couldn't spill the beans on me. Oh, there we go. But he's a heck of a coach. I oh, mean, my goodness. Going know. to the College World Series and everybody who's played for him yeah. absolutely loves him. Yes, I mean, and no disrespect. They've got some great football coaches down here in, in, right. in basketball. and But uh, the one guy I met, he's been he's been extremely impressive, and he's been very, very good to us, too. All right, first addition to the wish list, Jack. Yes. Looks like we got some work to do. Well, yeah, he's not, he's not making it easy for us. No warming up in the bullpen. It's never with Scott Brand. Scott, thank you so much for joining yes. us on the very first episode. You've been a, a fantastic guest. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course. No well, problem. guys, that'll do it. Yeah, man. That's wow. episode one, man. That was so much fun. I, I can't wait to see what the, and this is what the On Your Sideline podcast is supposed to be about. We get to learn the real stories of these guys because, as you've heard, Kitty uh, cutting down Scott to about a 45-second, 30-second soundbite is tough. It's not easy. It's tough. It's and not he, easy at all. He's a great, great man who's being a he's helping grow the culture here jack and you look we saw your excitement to throw out this entire interview just you're grinning from ear to ear aren't you jack absolutely i mean to see what the river dragons have done you know because you know i'm not only do i cover these teams for a living but i'm also a fan of these teams so to be able to see what the river dragons are doing i'm so hyped up to see what the hoots will do at golden park you know it's I been i love that so much i mean i think it's been 16 years since i've 
step foot in a, that ballpark for a game. So he was he was almost about you know, like I, I was about a, a huge smile when we stepped yeah. into that press conference. Jack was grinning. I'm just a baseball guy, yeah. like playing growing up, and I loved it. And seeing this guy smile from ear yeah. to ear when we watched yeah. it. I mean, Golden you're talking Park, about a fantastic. kid who grew up on Red Sticks and the Catfish, you know, and listening to those games on the radio. So to be able to be able to see what's coming is so fantastic, and I can't wait. Well, let's play that wrap up music there, Jack. It's Hit gonna, it. Guys, thank you so much again for allowing us to be part of your day. Coming up on the next podcast, we're actually going to meet a hopeful Olympian. Be sure to check us out on WRBL.com every other Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Also, check us out on all those different uh, uh, channels like Spotify, Audible. Guys, it's been such a great time. But if you want to follow us on social media, where can they find us, Jack? All righty. You can hit us up on Facebook. I'm WRBL Jack Patterson. Rex is WRBL Rex Castillo. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at TV. Rex is at Rex Castillo TV. Give us a follow. And don't forget to follow those WRBL Sports accounts as well. Rex, let's wrap this bad boy up. Guys, it's been a fantastic Scott Brand allowing us to hear your story. Can't wait for more stories like this. Again, Leah Gingrich, a hopeful Olympian from this area, found her love for swimming yet again. Fantastic story. Can't wait for her to tell it that. But, Jack, how much fun have you had, man? Man, this is a lot of fun. We'll go do it again in two weeks' time. Can't wait to tell Leah's story. It is something that you'll definitely want to check out for sure. Guys, we'll see you on the next episode right here on your sidelines.